0: Aziz moved to the UK from Afghanistan in 2015 to join his family. Finding himself in London, he tried many different types of work before a year ago becoming an Uber driver. Now he works on three different ride-hail platforms, having completed nearly 4,000 trips. But he still remembers his first ever ride as if it were yesterday. Well, ah, uh,
1: to be honest. Uh I was in a panic situation because that was my first job as a driver in England, especially in London. And uh, I, was, I was really excited and panicked that time, same, like both. And I received, uh, I mean, a uh, job. I accepted and I was looking at myself and I was a little bit conscious <laughs> of that. I went there and the customer had some stuff to pour, I mean to load on the car was thinking, oh, what's going on? Do I have to be like a van man or something like that? But I try, I help the customer and at the middle of the journey, I start to talk with the customer. I said you're my first customer and I start very new and you're my first customer. And the customer was quite like, he was he was telling, oh, you, you drive very smooth, nice, I like your car, this and that. At the end of the trip, I got tip as well and I uh, I was like, I said, oh wow, that's good. 32 pounds plus five-pound tape, so that was not bad. <laughs> and I, I, I said, oh, if it is like this, I will keep continuing it. And then like, that was the way, that was the, the thing that it encouraged me to, to, to work a little bit more and to focus on what I'm doing now. And uh, yeah, that was, that was my first
0: journey, which I did, that was really amazing. <laughs> I'm Robbie Warren and this is the Fair Work Podcast, a dive into the lives of the people working in the gig economy. In this episode, we look at conditions. What's it like working during a pandemic, serving your community and keeping the country running? How do you deal with sickness and the need to self-isolate in the absence of official protections? And how do you navigate the daily difficulties you encounter on the streets when no one's got your back? Aziz has worked as a ride driver for over a year now. Generally, he's been happy with the work and with his wage, which he says averages around £20 an hour. But since the pandemic, work has become increasingly scarce and he's struggled to make a living. I asked Aziz what his motivations were for working during the pandemic. Uh, Well, as a human being, we have to... Uh, respect each other and we
1: have to be kind to each other. And when I see the situation that the people, especially the NHS staff, they are really put their life at risk. And I was thinking as a human being, why I'm not gonna help them? So I went out and I helped them. I, I transport them, I, 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 I take them. Like most of the time, we, we take like 80% of our job was NHS staff and transport. People as well, like the bus drivers, the train drivers and some other, I mean, essential
0: people, yeah. And do you feel like Uber supported you during the pandemic? Uh, Unfortunately, I can say now.
1: Like I had, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had a favor and I have a coughing as well. And I called the GP and GP said that you have to be self late yourself. And then they sent me a letter as well. Then I attached the letter and send it to the uh, Uber, uh, I mean, uh, customer service. At the end, they say that you, they post, I mean, they suspend my account for 14 days. And at the end, I received 120 pounds. And that was in my... Uh, opinion that was nothing for 14 days you send me 120 pounds like basically uh, everybody knows and this is like as per the uh, employment uh, policies and rules like we need to have at least a sick leave because we're working for uber platform and we give them a lot of benefits like they charge us 25 percent commission so at least from that money they should have helped us the money which we earn
0: for them Similar to many drivers, Aziz has experienced violence at work and found the platforms unwilling to support him. I had a customer I received a job a month ago a month ago.
1: I received a job when I went there, there were four teenager boys that they requested in one of my ah and when I went to the i mean to pickup area, I see that there are four uh, Customers and they don't look good to me, to be honest. They come and said, uh, I said the name. He said, Yes, I am. I said, I can only take you three of you guys because COVID 19, we are not allowed to have four passengers in our car. So if three of you will come to my car, I'm happy to take you guys. Otherwise, I will cancel the trip. You will not get charged. So this is this is a help from my side. Otherwise, I have to show you, I have to uh, like cancel you and no show, which I can get paid for it. But I do a favor for you guys. I will just cancel the trip, so you can request an Excel, which is a bigger car, and I'm doing Uber X. So they said no, you have to take us. I said I don't have to take you, and then they started an argument and. My, uh, I mean, right side when uh, my window was a little bit down, so I was about to touch my uh, phone to call some police or something because they became a little bit aggressive. So they just they grabbed my phone and the other guy punched on the, uh, I mean, on the glass. The other one went and just uh, kicked the pumper. So. I was in a panic, I said, and they showed the knife as well to me. When I see the knife, then I was in a really panic, I said, what's going on here? And I was in a parking lot, like, I just drive very fast in order to escape from these guys. But when I went there, that was close. So I just U-turned back, and these guys were running
0: after me. Members of the public stepped in and called the police. But Aziz lost his phone and his car sustained damage to the bumper.
1: After that, I called the company and the company suspended my account for one month during investigation. And I half called the police. And the sad part, which I haven't received any compensation for nothing, neither from the police and nor from the company which I was involved, like the Bolt, it was Bolt company.
0: And how does that make you feel when you don't get any support from the company?
1: Uh, well, definitely, I, I, I was disappointed and I was not happy. The company needs to at least give us appreciation support to the to the driver because that. Customer was introduced by this company. I never need. I never didn't. I never knew this customer. So because of, based on the reference of the company, I take them, and, and the company doesn't help me at all. And I fixed my car. I lost my phone, and that was the things. Like I was really, really, really disappointed. Right? And sometime uh, that that uh, that time, I was thinking to leave this to be honest because it's not worth it it's because your, your life is, I mean your life is at risk to be honest and there's no, no safety at all like uh, this is what I, I, I think this is what it happened to me and it happened to so many drivers
0: Thanks to Aziz for sharing his story Many workers in the gig economy experience risks within the course of their work, from violence and intimidation to sickness and injury. At current, the structure of gig work means that platforms have no legal obligation to reduce the risks that workers face, nor to compensate them when they cannot work. At the Fair Work Foundation, we believe that platforms should take a proactive approach to ensuring that workers are as safe as possible through provisions such as training, wellbeing initiatives and health insurance. We're actively campaigning to improve the conditions for gig workers around the world and hold platforms to account. You can find out more at fair.work. This podcast was written and produced by Robbie Waring, with composition by Louis Bolais.